Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, what's up, what's up, what's up? Here we go, a little Wednesday. Wednesday action, Taz Show. Coming at you, streaming and screaming. Body Sims and beyond, as they call it, right here from the middle of of the new world, almost said, of the world, or New York City. Either way, uh, welcome to the Taz Show uh, in the middle of the world here at New York City. That's what I meant to say. That's how we went and threw it in rehearsal. I don't know what happened. We rehearsal opens usually uh, seven, eight times in a row, but I digress. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening live at TazShow.com or watching live there. Maybe you're checking out the audio on demand, the podcast version of the show on Play.it, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn. Thanks for all of that. Maybe you're watching the video on demand, which is every day in four parts or highlights or whatever you want to call it, nubs, nubs of the day. You're doing that at Tasho.com. So thank you for pulling the show into your life yet again. If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome on this crazy ride, as we call the Tasho. Yes. In this episode, we'll be talking some SmackDown Live from last night. Got a chance to watch the most of it. An awesome Money in the Bank match. So definitely, uh, you know, second time ever all-female one Money in the Bank match. And yes, I was usual. As usual, I was correct again. Yes. I'll give you that in a minute uh, about the finish and all that kind of jazz. Uh, also, we'll get into some house cleaning here in a second. Um, uh, we also will have uh, some advice from the biz dev guy the audio producer of the show the dennis jones the lumberjack dirt sheet dennis lumber biscuit lunger slumber slunker will have some advice for a tennis great a tennis hof a stud from the tennis game an amazing athlete yes dennis will give this man advice we'll play video of what this advice is about and why this tennis great needs advice so we'll have exclusive video well exclusive might be an exaggeration it's aired before which means it's not exclusive hasn't aired on our show but it's aired in the cbs family but we'll get into that a little bit so a very busy show it's gonna be a lot of fun if you want to interact with the show you can do that later on we'll probably be on facebook live Right now, the phone lines are open. You can call the show. Yes, you can. Attention, hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. And uh, yes, welcome to the to the Taz Show. And uh, let me bring in the biz dev guy real quick. Uh, the man I spoke of, the aforementioned, 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 aforementioned. Stop! His name is the Lumberjack. You are the audio producer of the show, sir, and you're going to give some advice in a little bit. Uh, welcome to the Taz Show, Dennis. Good moment. How are you? Good. Look, you are going to have... Uh, well, by the way, what's with the good moment? I thought we have a poll. The How poll we isn't done yet. Can you give me an update when you get a chance? People handing your papers. You're a big star. Uh, biz you, devin it up. You're biz devin. You got people handing. He's got memos. He's got meetings to go to. 
What is the um? What is the the, the status of the poll of if people are allowed to say good? Why are you doing that? Hold on, let me explain this. Okay. Some people on the Twitter last night was saying, um, "Hey, you know what is this good moment?" Some people don't even know what it is. So, I, wait, what? What do you mean? What? What are you laughing? People at? don't know what good moment is. Okay, Dennis, believe it or not, there are new friggin' viewers or listeners every day on the show. That happens when you do shows, when you do a lot of shows. Don't be so narrow-minded. And don't be so blockheaded. Buddy, you stupid. Oh, seriously. Can't fix that. No, but really, why would you even act like that guy? <sighs> How, what? what? They don't know what good moment is. What are they, idiot? I mean, why? What are you, are you kidding me? New people, bro. New people. You can't assume. What do you mean, new people? New people. These people. You people. They're new. I learned that from Vince. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. You can't assume. You have to assume. There are always new viewers every single show. That's broadcasting 101, sir. These are the reasons why you will not be the next big thing in radio, even though you think you will. Yes. You will not. Do you understand me? Loud and clear. Screaming. Seg one screaming Jones. Here we go. (laughs) Does it make sense what I just said to you? I understand it, yes. You seem a little pushbackish. Listen, why would someone that's new to the show, maybe that new to the show for whatever, hypothetically, three weeks, they listen to the show. Ah, they listen once a week. Ah, this guy, you know, Taz show. I like this guy. I remember when he wrestled, you know, suplex people. This guy's cool. I have listened the next week. Ah, twice. Ah, I like this guy. He's pretty good. You know? And they hear all these people calling. Good moment, Taz. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, and they hear you say, good moment, Taz. You know, they hear all this, and they don't know what it is. And you assume that everyone's been uh, just a loyal fan. Dude, you didn't know what, what a mainstay on this show was. Many props on this show. And you work on a show. But back in the day... No! 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 The no pen was a big part of the show, and you had no idea what it was. I had to explain that. Yeah, but I didn't come out and be like, well, Taz, what is this? I allowed you to be like, hey, do you know what that is? And I said no, and then you explained it to me. Don't just come and be like, hey, what's a good moment? Do a little research first. That's all I'm asking. How are they going to research that? Ask fans. This ask, is like, why you, they did. Don't, don't come tr- to you. Don't they, come to you. No, bro, bro. They, they, te- they were tweeting, and I was tagged on a tweet, and, and, and that's why. I don't know if anyone answered them. Don't give the people a beating. I'm giving you the beating because you deserve the beating. That's what it is. It's a fact. Getting your ass kicked out here in seg one. You need to pay attention, sir. So for those that don't know, so I was a little long-winded on that. Good moment means good moment means it's a way of saying good morning or good afternoon or good evening or hello it's a greeting it's a greeting basically and it was invented by a person who has a segment every tuesday here on the taz show named mike johnson we're still looking into if that is his real name and mike johnson is from a wrestling professional wrestling news uh, you know, uh, publication, site, whatever you want to call it, called PW Insider. So Mike would always do a segment. He'd come on and go, good morning, Taz. And I would get mad at him. I said, don't say good morning. Say something else. He goes, why? Why? Because maybe there are people listening to the podcast version of the show at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. You know, and it's not morning or 4 in the afternoon as they call PM. 
and and so you can't say good morning and it's unfair to those folks that are listening to the audio on demand or maybe the video on demand and it's not live live morning and mike got that right away so then mike said oh okay good moment and it stuck that's the backstory of good moment okay on that note i'm going to break no i'm kidding um (laughs) (laughs) so so now we had a poll put up because me taz i'm sick of hearing people say good moment taz good moment good moment so we put a poll up should good moment live or die please read the tweet read the, the thing read the thing and read the thing go the question states should good moment live on or is it finally time to die and the choices were live or die 62% 62% have chosen live so far. Damn it. 38% die. But. Sucks. There's an hour left. Yeah, getting smashed, though. So well, people want it to live. We're going to need a miracle. <sighs> you voted no also? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I voted no, too. I voted die. You voted die. Meanwhile, you just said good moment to me. Well, because it's not dead yet. Once it's dead, dead forever. How about the TG? Okay, enough. How about the TGSSST? Okay, the uh, Grand Salami Slunkator, your tour of Major League Baseball Parks across the country. You gave us a teaser yesterday, the first game on this tour. Today, you're going to announce the dates. Okay, so people could jump on and try and hook up. You're trying to, you and Dr. K are trying to find somewhere to sleep. Okay, you're going on a tour in the summer. It's going to be great. The first game you're going to, you gave us a little teaser yesterday. It's going to be the Pirates versus the Cardinals. You will be at that game in the Steel City, all right? So do you want to give that in-house cleaning, I guess? I'll huh? answer that, yes. Okay, how about that? Okay, does that work? Yes, that's fine. Sure. Okay, and house cleaning in three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. Also going to announce here, uh, if you didn't see it on Twitter, a special guest that will be on the Taz show of this Friday. So I will do that in this house cleaning in a three, two, one, counting myself in for no reason. <laughs> okay. So that made no sense. Okay. That's why I win awards, folks. So we got a little t-shirt action. Uh, merch gimmick Jones. So we're going to go with the uh, brand new shirt. Drops tomorrow, Thursday. Sound effects shirt store. Shirt store. Yes. Yes. Right. That's tongue twister. Right. Uh, the sound effects store T-shirt drops tomorrow. Kayfabe audio. Yes, you cannot say it, but you can wear it because I get a royalty on it. I make money. That's how this works. Okay. So uh, drops tomorrow. Pro wrestling tees. Go in the search bar. T A Z. Just put that in there. You'll find my stuff on there. Okay. Get yourself the first ever Kayfabe audio sound effects store because the sound effects that come from this store are not done in this room. They are done beneath us, as many of you know. It's in a store downstairs called Kayfabe audio. And uh, it's an olive green shirt. It's like olive, maybe army green might be the better color. Sounds more machismo. Machismo! So it's an army green shirt and with orange ink and the white ink. This also, the color of the shirt, leave that up, Ant. This was also... Um, the color, remember, uh, Dennis, the, we had a poll up at Taz Show Live, a uh, uh, Twitter account, to pick the color of the shirt for the audience to vote. And this color, Army Green, actually lost. And we still went with it. See, I basically don't listen to anyone. I just kind of do what I want anyway. Uh, so that's kind of what goes on here, I guess. So uh, that's the deal on that. So there's your shirt. Boom. Thanks for coming. Uh, so as I say, we have a special guest coming on the show. Okay, speaking of podcasting, I was a very successful podcaster. 
okay? And the guy was a very successful man for the wrestling industry for many, many moons, many, many years. From a booking perspective, a broadcasting, announcing perspective, obviously as a manager, one of the greatest managers of all time, wrestling managers, uh, his name is Jim Cornette. Yes, Jim Cornette will be on the Taz Show, absolutely, this Friday. This Friday, Corny, Corny as they call him, uh, Jim Cornette, will be on the Taz Show uh, on a phone or a phone call Jones uh, for sure. So we're looking forward to having Jim on. I can't wait to talk to him. Talked to him briefly on the phone yesterday just to lock in the time and date. But we didn't talk too much, so it's not contrived when we're on the air. So we can just shoot the breeze on the air. I want to talk to Jim about a lot of stuff, but I definitely want to talk to him about... Um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I spent a short stint there. For those that don't know, Jim owned and ran a company called Smoky Mountain Wrestling many years ago, which was a very successful, very cool place to work uh, down south. And it was, uh, I, I mean, I didn't stay there long, but the short time I was there, I had a blast. And he had such great talent there. So I want to talk to Jim and get in depth about Smoky Mountain Wrestling. What was his inspiration to start this thing? And how I didn't know the real grassroots of it. I, even though I wrestled there for a short time, like I said, that time I just wanted to get booked. I needed to make money. You know, homie needed to pay bills. So I didn't really care about details of anything. Now as I get older, I want to know stuff. So we're going to talk to Jim about that. I also want to talk to him how he felt inducting uh, two of his best friends, the, the great Rock and Roll Express, who were put in the WWE Hall of Fame this past year, and Jim inducted them. I would like to talk to him about that too. I'm sure many of you want me to talk to him about uh, his stuff, uh, this major uh, heat feud, violent angle. It's not really an angle, I, I use wrestling terms. But this hatred that Jim has uh, with and towards and back and forth with Vince Russo. I gotta be frank, I'm not gonna get into that that much because I don't care. It's none of my business, I don't get in the middle of people's shit, and that's just not me. Okay, so. Uh, if it comes up, it comes up. But I can tell you this right now. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm spoiling it right now. Uh, don't expect me to ask the hard questions. So what exactly is the story with you and Vince Russo? What happened? Why is this going on? I'm not doing that. I'm not a shit stirrer. I'm, it's not a shoot interview. I don't do that. Go somewhere else if you want to hear that kind of stuff. Not here. I respect Jim Cornette. Jim was always nice to me. I've worked with him uh, many different places, including TNA. I like Jim a lot. I've always liked Jim. I think he likes me. We respect each other. I respect his body of work, which is vast. And I want to talk to him. It's that simple. He's a good dude. He's a funny guy. I want to plug and promote uh, the, 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 you know, the Jim Cornette experience, his podcast, which he does a great job on, which a lot of you guys probably listen to. And you let Jim know I put him over out here like a son bitch, right? You tell him. Tell him Taz put you over. Damn it. Put everybody over. Nobody puts me over. I'm tired of this, Dennis. You do a great job of it, though. Screw this segment already. There you go. <laughs> it's like fourth quarter city here. It comes to segment. Oh, no, it's too <laughs> early. It's too early for that. <laughs> Flat gas, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming, bro. It was coming. Uh, yeah. So, we're still in house cleaning, I guess, as the music percolates on. Let's get into what everybody's wondering about, and that's the TGSST, and that's the Grand Salami Slunker Tour. And uh, 
you, uh, Dirty Dentist. Do you want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it later? You want to give the dates now? Want to do a little teaser and we'll hook it later? I'll get into Money in the Bank now. What do you think? Uh, it's your show. I don't want to. I know it's my show, sir. I don't want to step on your toes. You, I won't allow you to. If you try to step on my toes, I will kick you in the ball bag. Okay, that's how it's going to steer clear of that. So whatever okay. you, so, no, whatever keep my ball know, bag but, clean. But this is, but, <laughs> but this is your salami slunkator. So I, I, if you'd rather do us a little teaser and we'll do it later on, we could do that. That sounds like a grand. See what I did there? Mm. Idea. Look at this. What an egomaniac you are. <laughs> you are unbelievable. So you think people are going to tune in just to hear you give these baseball tours that you're going to go on, huh? No, you I think people are going to tune in to hear you, and then when they hear me, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he. Maybe. We'll see. Nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. What the heck? So, uh... <laughs> I can't wait for that shirt to drop tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so we'll get out of this. We'll talk about Money in the Bank. We'll do the TGSST dates revealed in a little while. How about that? All right, so, and again, make sure you tell your friends and family. Jim Cornette will be on the show as a guest on Friday. It should be good. But I want to hear it talking about that. No. No. Okay? I handled it already. Is that bad, Dennis, that I tell people the truth? No. The truth shall set you free. If Jim wants to bring it up, Jim could bring it up. But you're not going to poke. I would never, right, I'm, I would never try to control anyone's commentary as a guest on my show. That's not my style. No one does that. Most guests, most hosts don't do that. I'm just telling you, if you expect me to start asking the hard questions, I've said that forever since the human podcast machine days on the show. I don't ask the hard questions. I ask layup questions to guests because I want guests to have a good time on my show. That's what I want. That's my goal. I want people to come on the show <clears throat> and have a good time. And I don't have a lot of guests. You know me. I don't do. I'm not a big guest guy. So you know, I, I, you know, when I do have a guest on, I want them to have fun. I'm not looking to come out here and, and start asking the, the the you know the questions that everybody wants to know. I don't have to tell you. Jim has his own has his own podcast, and he talks about it. I'm sure, and, and he'll give you the the insight on that. If he wants to come up on here and talk about it, he can. That's fine. And if that's a problem for you, then don't listen to the show on Friday. That's fine, too. Tell you what, me and Corny are going to have a freaking blast. That's for damn sure. Look at the gimmick chat, by the way, bitches. Over at uh, TazShow.com, where you can interact with each other on there. Talk to each other. You can log in, by the way, kids, with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, or the YouTube's account, or your Google account for some reason. Um, and I'm looking at uh, people communicate there, and I would like to say hello to a lot of those jobbers on there. I'm looking here at Supernova619. He says, Taz and Corny in conversation, money. Yes. Thank you very much, Supernova619. Yes. Yes. We got um, Michael Finley on the gimmick chat saying, unbelievable. I am overwhelmed. I am in no way, shape, or form a corny mark at all. I don't understand what he means. Is he not happy that Jim Cornette's going to be on my show? Or did I read that wrong? I took that sarcastically. Oh. Well, you're right, because his photo, his icon photo, is a picture of Jim Cornette. So there you go, right there. I don't have my glasses on. I'm getting older. Where are my, my glasses? I can't find my glasses. I wear my... I can't... I need, actually need my glasses today. Where are my glasses? Where's my glasses? I mean, it broke my glasses. <laughs> 
gotta get my glasses because I gotta read a read later on a reading. When I read, I gotta have my reading glasses. You know what I'm saying? So in the gimmick chat, they're all up there talking. Everybody. We got a picture of uh, Anthony. I'm sorry, of Dennis. Nobody beats the man meat. That's a picture of you, <laughs> Dennis. This was Rob Curry who put this on here a, little, a few minutes ago. It's a picture of you just surrounded around sausage. Sausage Party Jones. Absolutely. Sausage Party Jones. I do love some man meat. Wait a second. Need to stop at that. Because when you go with Dr. K, he's not going to want to room you. Got to be careful. Oh, Dr. K and I have roomed together in years past. Oh, God. He knows all about my my obsession with meats. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so let me get into Money in the Bank here before I go to break and then continue probably in a good chunk of the show talking. Not Money in the Bank. I mean SmackDown, I should say. <clears throat> so they did have the Money in the Bank um, rematch, the women's match, and Carmella was the victor or victorious, whatever you would call a female that wins. She was victorious, I guess that's what I would say. So uh, I, I had a feeling this would happen. To be frank, I'm glad this happened. I said to you all, I think that if she doesn't win, it's not good for this girl. It's, it could hurt her, even though she's a heel. You know, earlier in the night, when Daniel Bryan came out, and he cut a really good promo talking about the Money in the Bank thing, and then they interrupted Daniel's promo with Carmella's music. Carmella and Ellsworth came out there to the ring. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be wrong. I started to panic. As she started to walk to the ring to cut the promo, I'm like, I hope this is not too much because then if they put too much heat on her, they're not going to let her win this Money in the Bank match. <laughs> and they put just enough heat on her. There wasn't like an overabundance of heat. They piled more of the heat on Elmsworth. Wait, was it? Yeah, it was... Uh, it was, what's his name in the ring? Because uh, I got confused. Because Shane McMahon was on the show later with Randy Orton. Correct. We got too many leaders on the show. Not enough. Uh, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Too many chiefs. Oh, so that's the opposite of what we have here at CBS Digital. Will you stop? Right? <laughs> Anthony, he's, Ant's popping right now. now. Inside joke. Jones, Ant, right or wrong? Uh, that is correct. <laughs> Peeling back That's the a video guy for those that don't know <laughs> Anthony with the very deep voice Which by the oh, way yeah. We found another hip hop guy yesterday On the uh, designer That's a whole nother story Who's hard? Let, me, let me get sidetracked I don't want to sidetrack from this money in the bank thing I, I'll talk to Ant later Remind me Ant if you know later interrupt me Don't blow my eardrums out about designer Because I know you saw or heard the video that, that was posted on my IG Or wherever I posted it all right, back to what? <laughs> Nothing. I thought he was going to. Back to Money in the Bank. So when um, Daniel Bryan was cutting a promo and Carmella came out, I was I panicked, dude. I'm like, oh, man. If they pile too much heat on her, man, they're not going to have her win this match later. I was disappointed. I, I'm a fan of Carmella, but I was disappointed she was coming out because I'm thinking, oh, man, we're doomed. She's not going to win. And she's a heel, and I'm rooting for her. But they did the right thing. They they banned um, they banned uh, uh, Ellsworth from the arena, which got a great pop in San Diego. That's where they were. But he still came out anyway later on, which I think is fine. Um, you know they can't turn around and and it's a little tough because I did not watch Talking Smack, so I don't know if they addressed it. But it is a little tough for the credibility of Daniel Bryan that um, Ellsworth did come back into the building. And she, she won the, the gimmick. 
but because they can't redo this match again. They can't take that briefcase from this girl. But if I am WWE and I'm part of that creative team, I'm pitching to Vince McMahon, hey, we need to either do it on social media today, meaning Wednesday, uh, breaking news or, or uh, an, uh, let me, I'm, again, spitball booking. We need to do something. I would tell Vince if I was on a creative team with Daniel Bryan, a video of him, either on his cell phone or in a studio, wherever, if he's home, wherever he is, that he and Shane consulted and talked or have Shane say it, one of them say it, and put this on all their social media platforms that James Ellsworth is suspended without pay for one month. Something or two months. They need to do something to keep... I just you got to be careful of the credibility, in my opinion. They probably won't do this, but I just think it, it, it's important to do this where you have, um, you know, you keep the credibility of Daniel Bryan, right? Because Daniel's the one who said you're banned from the building, and he came into the building. So he defied him. He broke, you know, he didn't do what he was told. He was insubordinate. So I think you got to have some uh, uh, consequences for this. Otherwise, you hurt the credibility of your babyface GM or, or leader, whatever. I get confused who's the GM, Shane or Daniel. I don't know what the F. Daniel Bryant's the GM. Shane's the commissioner? It's all the same to me. They're in charge, you know. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I think, I do think they should do something like that. You know what I mean? They should do something. Uh, do you not like that idea? Or you, what do you think of that? I'm just curious your opinion. They absolutely need to punish him. I, he, they, like, made it... In, Last week he was like, oh, you're banned from ringside. And then this week he was like, you're banned from the building. And he shows up. Yeah. Got to be repercussions. Yeah. Right. Correct. And there's that echo again in here. I agree. You were just waiting to give the dates for the TGSST. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go to break here. It's uh, already the first segment's down and about. And thanks for coming. And on the side of break, we'll get into talking about. Uh, it's basically going to kind of be a. Uh, um, a little bit more SmackDown. We'll get into some uh, Dennis Jones here, the biz dev guy. He's going to give a little um, lesson to a tennis great. And we have some video uh, to show you what we're talking about here, why this tennis great needs a lesson from Dennis. Also, the TGSST tour dates, that uh, was probably wrong, uh, will be given. Some more uh, Money in the Bank SmackDown live chatter. And uh, Tasha, we're rock and roll here on this Wednesday. featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yes, I was just looking here on the uh, Twitter as I do this show live at 7.36 a.m. Eastern on this Wednesday. Might be old news by the time you hear or watch this. So it looks like the Knicks might be firing Phil Jackson. Wow. Yes. Is going to have a lot of New York fans, New York Nick fans, very happy. Namely, my video producer, Anthony. Hateful Jackson. So, uh, interesting. And you got to be fired up about this, Ant, right? Very. I was not even joking. I was skipping around when I found out this morning. That's true. I saw him do it. But he's skipping and going, I'm so happy. I'm a giant man voice guy. Ding dong, Phil is dead. 
Hey, yeah, you know designer? <laughs> I do. <laughs> did you did, did, we, did you see the uh, the thing? That, I didn't put it up. Someone from the social media team put it up. I don't know where it was. On, on Instagram, my IG, or somewhere it was, right? I did see it. It sounded like you. Did mm, that? I don't know. I don't know, He doesn't buddy. really have words that come out of his mouth. Well, you almost... Panda, 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 panda. <laughs> you almost kicked ass on Byzantium in a rap battle. Maybe we got to get Designer up in here and you could rap against him. I may be able to beat him in a rap battle because, like, I don't, know I don't even that. know if he speaks English. <laughs> Is there any way we could uh, have the audio for that? I mean, if you don't have it right now, but if you can get it, it's pretty funny. If not, it's not a big deal. I can get it. Enough of you guys. I'm sick of everybody here. Um, I right, get rid of anything. I'm tired of him. Get too. back to work before I give you a beating. All right, so uh, we got to get into the TGSST talk. Got to keep talking here a little bit about the uh, SmackDown Live. Um, I also want to um, say that some people might have thought that um, it. I, I saw some scuttlebutt. I'm trying to remember who. I can't remember who, so I apologize. That when the WWE, namely uh, Jinder Mahal, announced the uh, uh, Punjabi death match. I think that's what cage death match, whatever it's called. Punjabi prison match. Prison match, thank you. Um, that some people thought it was a little contrived and a little bit, well, meaning that they had a video package already set with that in there, meaning the Punjabi prison match. Uh, at first, I'm like, eh. TV show, they're trying to promote something, no problem. It was an impromptu thing. Randy Orton was pissed off. He basically said to Shane, I need a rematch. This guy disrespected my family. I want to destroy him. I want that title back, yada, yada, yada. And then, so Shane says, fine, you got your rematch. But, 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 Jinder gets to pick the steps. Stipulations. Randy, I don't care. Let him pick the steps. Enter you know, Jinder Mahal. He comes out, cuts a good promo, and basically says, yes, fine, you get your shot, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the steps are, it's a Punjabi prison match uh, named after whatever, invented or whatever he said by my hero, or whatever he called. Um, what's his name? The Great Kali. Thank you, Giant Man Kali. Nice guy, by the way. Just funny guy. Uh, witnessed him in a bar do some damage. Let's just put it that way, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, and uh, we were in the UK, I believe, and it was interesting. But I digress. I don't like to tell those stories. So it was pretty funny. But anyway, good dude, uh, the great Kali. I don't think, a couple things I want to say. I don't think that Jinder Mahal should have put over the great Kali. I don't think he should have even mentioned him. If he was going to mention him, he should have took a shot at him. And really get heat. And, you know, even though, uh, you know, uh, I think they're both from India, right? I would think that's what it is. Even though they're both, it don't matter. I think Jinder Mahal needs to be a real prick heel, nasty heel, and not put anybody over. You know, he's just about him. Okay, so that part I thought I didn't like, that he put over. He called him a hero and all this stuff, being the great Kali. I don't think he should have done that. I don't. And I like Kali. It's nothing against Kali. I don't think he should have went out and buried Kali. I think they did that to give credit to Kali because he made that that prison match famous, the uh, Punjabi prison match. I get why they did it, but I do think there's a simple way in a promo to have um, Jinder take a shot at, you know, um, the great Kali. 
Now, is it contrived? Was it contrived? Was it so set? Did it look like such a work that the video of the Punjabi prison was there in the body of his promo? Yeah, it was. Absolutely. It definitely was. Um, but like I said, I was a little bit on the fence because I understand this stuff bothers me a lot, but as I get older and I see so much WWE programming, I understand more and more, even from the time of working there, they got to get the word out about things to promote these things, to build these things. So I think it's okay. What they could have done is later on in the show, show the video package of it instead of doing it right in the body of Jinder's program. A promo, I should say. And again, I cannot remember who it was that was, was saying what I'm saying when I read it uh, today and uh, early this morning, uh, you know, on, on my Twitter account. But um, sometimes if I have a chance, I get to read through some of the tweets you guys tweet. But during the show last night, I was watching SmackDown. I had somebody at my house fixing an appliance at my house. So I was, I know the guy, I was talking to him while I'm watching it. You know, I got Appliance issues, There's always something. I got a dryer that wasn't working. I got a dishwasher that water's pouring out of it. Got a refrigerator that's leaking. I mean, you know, scrapping along here. I got no money. I got nothing. Bro, porridge piss. Dirt poor, as they call me. Dirt poor Jones, that's me. So. Hey, Trey, Florida. What's up, Haas? You're on the Taz Show. Hey, how's it going, Taz? Yeah, I'm good, Trey. What's up, buddy? Not much. I got cut off yesterday. As soon as you asked me if I'm a Mets fan, so I guess not. You're not a Mets fan, correct? Uh, well, I am uh, more of a basketball fan, but been a Mets fan uh, when I was younger. So. You didn't answer the question, sir. Are you a Mets fan now or not? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. One more worry, not hanging up on you. What's going on, big guy? Not much. Just want to give my off the hooks and talk a little bit about SmackDown. And begin, Trey. All right. So first one, I got Lita versus Sasha. Nice. Uh, my next match, I got Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss, Battle of the Blondes. I like that match. Wait. And then my oh next wait, one. did I say that? No, I didn't say that. Match. Who did I say? I said Trish Stratus first. Sasha. It might have been. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, Trey. Dennis is going in his brief his backpack. Hold on, hey, hey, get a shot of Dennis here. Hold on, Trey. Trey, hold on. Show the people the backpack, bro. Show them, show them the front. It's a it. lovely backpack. It's just a guy that doesn't... Put it close to the camera, sir. Look at this guy representing the show. Look, Look at, at this guy. That's a Rover logo. He's got Arr. himself a Rover logo, Under Armour backpack. We've got a Beautiful. squad locker, Jones. You can't get it anymore if you people didn't buy it, you cheap bricks. That's why. Uh, so he's pulling the, he's pulling the papers out. Trey, what, what do you got? What else is your other match? Come on. Yeah, my other match, I got Charlotte versus AJ Lee. Nice. Okay, and what do you hold on? We got Dennis has something. You to had say. Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks. Okay, so we were close, you and I, Trey, but we're not. And what is your SmackDown thoughts? <laughs> um, and then my thoughts on SmackDown. Um, really want to get into the Punjabi Prison match. Yes. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that they're bringing that back up out of yeah. know, after ten. I do too. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you know my other thought on there is where the heck is Todd Dillinger? Well, that's a great crush, uh, question for sure. He's, uh, I don't know where he is. He's out in the middle of the woods somewhere, Trey. Thank you for calling. Hey, Ty, Ty, Ty. I don't know. I, I don't know where he is. Ten, ten. He's more like zero, that's zero. How many minutes he had. Yes, yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> exactly. I don't know where he is. Seriously. 
I don't know where he is. He might be in that same spot that American Alpha's in. In a Bermuda Triangle somewhere. I don't know. I really don't know. So, uh, back to this Money in the Bank match. It was an excellent match. Uh, these girls, um, did they, was it better than the match at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view? I don't know. I thought they were both excellent. It's tough to do what these five girls do, man. It, it did, I should say. I mean, they, they you know, it's, it's physical. And they're not afraid. They're taking some crazy bumps, simple bumps. Like, when I say simple, I mean non-weapons, non-furniture. You know, someone like Charlotte, I think it was, or, or Charlotte either tackled Natalia through the second rope or vice versa, and they both fell to the outside. That's a physical bump when both girls clear the apron and hit the ground. Yo, that's you, you get smashed up, man. That's not easy to do. They make it look easy. That's a tough bump. That's just one. That was one of the simpler bumps in the match. You know, I'm saying it was very physical, very physical match, uh, very exciting. They told good stories. Whoever is helping with the uh, the agent end of it, the producing role of booking the actual actual spots and how they're doing it, because these things are not all rehearsed. There's a lot of ad libbing in a match like that, but there are some spots that are definitely set. It's a tough, tough physical match, and it's tough it, mentally, too. To, to It's a long match to remember all these spots. That's not that easy, neither, believe it or not. Um, I enjoyed it. Dennis, did you like the match? I love the money in the bank. It doesn't matter who it is, uh, men, women, whatever. And like you said, it's it was the second one, so it's going to be, you know, it's tough to follow. But I thought they did a great job for SmackDown Live. I thought it was excellent. Main event, great yeah. job. Carmella ending, sitting on top of the ladder. It's great. Great job. Great storytelling overall. I, I, I think it's great on a couple levels with with um, with Carmella sitting on that ladder by herself that Ellsworth wasn't there. They got Ellsworth involved to keep some heat on Carmella, but she won the title on her own, and they kept some shine on Becky. That was a great false finish spot right there. It's not worthy. That was a great false finish for Becky to win that title when she was the one, I believe, correct, that shut correct. down Ellsworth. Uh, when Ellsworth came out, and it was like, oh, my God, history repeats itself, but ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, not so fast. No, 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 Becky's going to top it this time. She's going to win it this time. Uh, no, <clears throat> that didn't happen. But it was a nice false finish, and it was a good way to get let Becky get her shine and receipt on Ellsworth for what happened at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. But they still kept that... Uh, in the zone, in the wheelhouse of Carmella is going to win this thing, and she did. And it was a nice visual, to your point, Dennis, of Carmella on that ladder. But even more, it's better that Ellsworth wasn't in the shot because it should be about Carmella is alone, and she won this thing. She has the briefcase alone. Even though she's a heel, it works. And I'm telling you right now, this girl has a lot of baby face qualities. Her facial expressions... The emotion in her face. I don't know if it's her eyes or her mouth, her nose. I don't know what it is. But you can feel bad for her. She sells her face very well. And she's a heel. So, I, you know, I think they got to one day soon think about turning this girl babyface. I got to be honest with you. You know, I, 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 I seriously think that, you know, they can do it simply. You can do it now. You can do it with Ellsworth. 
You could have Ellsworth come on SmackDown after he... I would have, um, like I said, either Shane or Daniel Bryan suspend Ellsworth. Don't take the, the briefcase out of, out of Carmella's hands. Suspend Ellsworth. Have Ellsworth go off on her. Cut a promo backstage, you know, on, um, you know, Carmella. You're nothing without me. Bubba. And like really bully her. Like, go off on her. And she, you know, I almost feel bad for her. You know, uh, you can't really go too far because you can't have physicality with the men and the women. But I would um, definitely you could get do something like that where it's kind of like a soft turn, as they would call it, for Carmella. And utilizing Ellsworth and break them apart. Suspend her um, Ellsworth or something like that. You can go crazy. This is crazy spitball booking. He even has Ellsworth at a show, at a pay-per-view or whatever. Against her, against Carmella. And if Ellsworth loses, he's got to leave the company. He's got to leave SmackDown. And if Carmella wins, I don't know, you do something else. Simple, whatever. I mean, if Carmella loses, she's got to give up the briefcase. Something like that. And then you have Ellsworth lose. And really, Ellsworth does no offense to, you know, they got to get creative because you can't do man on woman violence. So, and then you, I'm not saying fire Ellsworth, but somehow he's gone for a little while and he ends up on Raw or something. I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I don't think Ellsworth should be with her anymore. I guess that's what I'm rapidly morphing to as I think about this story as I'm on the air here live. Disagree with me? I actually do. I like her so much better as a heel. Mm. She's got that. She does do great facial expressions, no denying that. But I just think she's got that. Like crybaby, like she was whining when she was like Daniel. I mean, she had great points when she was. She was like, "Look, uh, Seth Rollins used other people. Uh, Bray Wyatt got involved when he wasn't even in the match a couple years ago, and she's just whining. She's pouting. She's throwing her hands and fists. She's just got like, she's she's attractive and she's got a great look, but in the sense of like Alexa Bliss, where it's like, I'm better than you because I look better. It's oh, it, no, no, I I hate I. I hate her in all the right ways. You're wrong. You're wrong on a lot of different things. Okay. You're wrong. You're wrong. Your opinion's wrong. Your thoughts are wrong. Sure. Uh, You can smirk all you want, shitty man. Okay? (laughs) Okay? You can smirk all you want. What a a nickname. (laughs) That's a horrible nickname. I apologize for calling you shitty man. Okay, your thoughts are wrong, your opinion's wrong, and I'm going to explain why. Okay, first of all, Carmella doesn't do facial expressions. She has them. It's natural. It's organic. She, yes, can be a bitchy heel. If you remember way back when this girl, before she even debuted on the main roster, I was the guy saying, let this girl be a heel, turn her up because of the motor she has in there physically. This girl's got great heel tendencies, and, and I believe I was correct. And then as she got over and then she got more uh, you know, exposure on television, and now she got into this angle, now for me personally as a viewer and a former wrestler and broadcaster, I see these other qualities in her because her character, Dennis, has evolved and developed. And now you see these other emotions that are in her face that come out. They're, they're, she is nowhere near in the same bitchy realm as Alexa Bliss. Nobody, nobody in that company can touch Alexa Bliss with that bitchy role. Alexa Bliss is hard to feel bad for. She's phenomenal. 
in that heel role. I think Carmella wants to be in that heel well, and they want her in that in, in that realm. But last week, when she was in that disarmor, and, and after Becky stretched her arm, and she was laying there crying in the ring, selling her arm because she's in pain, briefcase is gone, the world fell apart for her, people called here. I said it, you admit it, felt bad for her. Yes or no? Uh, I you don't did know. admit that. I did. I don't remember, but uh, if I did, I did. And, and did he admit it? Thanks. So you did admit it. Okay. I believe you. I just don't remember. Well, you're a hypocrite. Okay, you, you, you <laughs> choose not to remember. You're a hippiest critter I know. Okay, so you're That's choosing. You're choosing not to remember. Okay, uh, you did. You did say that. Okay, and and if you can admit that you felt bad for her. And that's not good. Meaning she's 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 a, a a baby face at heart. She has tendencies that are strong in the face to be a baby face. I promise you this. Promise you. Alexa I believe I believe Alexa you. Alexa will be hard. Alexa will be hard. Why why is Alexa hard? Because she's a natural heel. She's she's her her voice tone, her face her facial expressions when she's being bitchy, she's—they're uh, both attractive girls. I think Carmella, you know, she's got a um, more of a cutesy type of pretty face, where the other girl is Alexa's a little bit more, you know, bitchy, pretty kind of like, you know, she's she's got sharper features in her face, you know, and it, she comes off a little bit more hateable, and that's her job. I, where Carmella, I think that it's it, it will be easy for her to morph into a baby face than it would be for Alexa. Alexa just just screams bitchy heel. Just bitchy girl heel. I mean, it just screams it. Sasha Banks can go either way. Becky, I, I think she could be a good heel one day too, but she's, a, she's an excellent baby face. She's the back of some of the suplexes in that match because it was like out of control. Too much. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm trying to give... I'm giving free advice like I always do out in this friggin' bitch here. I do th- This bitch of the Taz show that I do. And I give free advice to people. I should be a consultant. Too many suplexes, young lady. Slow down in one match. Too much of the same throw. There's your free advice of the month. Well done, throw. You know... High collar Tazplex. They can call it Bexplex, whatever you want. It's a high collar Tazplex, and it's that simple. The announcers could ignore all they want. I don't care. I'll put it back now. Okay. That was mature, right, Dennis? I could be a guy, Jif Jif guy. It, it will be. Who's on line three? Paging Dan Norton. Yes. <laughs> gotta be slow mode you can't do that as fast as i did i should have went a little slower with it he can slow it down guy's talented he's a stud kid me he's the man ron in staten island uh you on a taz show what's up there homie what's up taz how's it going good buddy talk to me all right a couple of complaints i agree with the caller before i said uh where's todd dillinger been and my thing is why do we have to see sammy zane versus barry corbin for the 10th time and why did they and why did they why did they completely upcut and and in essence, hurt, you know, Maria and uh, and Mike. You know, they're cutting yeah. it, you know, and they didn't have to do that. I don't think that was good. I don't like that. I didn't like it at all. 
I didn't get that, but I appreciated it because their gimmick is annoying, but it's supposed to be. So right, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, I and get it. But the thing was, yeah. uh, in the Money in the Bank match, and they do this whenever they have matches with multiple people, there's got to be a better way for people to get knocked out of the ring other than getting slammed in the middle of the ring and rolling all the way out. Like, especially in a match like that, why are you rolling out of the ring? Wait, wait, give me, give me a, an example. You're saying in a, there's, there's a Money in the Bank match... <laughs> So uh, right. Charlotte slams Natalia and she rolls out of the ring. Right, right, right. She takes the bump and rolls out of the ring, and now she's outside the ring. Well, safety first, Ron. That's the first thing. Second thing no. is, no, hold on, let me finish. I'm going to answer. I'm going to teach you something here. Okay, unless you are were a pro wrestler for 20 years. Yes or <laughs> no, no? no? Okay. So then, hear me out. So okay. the thing is, like, you do that for a couple of reasons. Okay. There's a lot of bodies in the ring, so it's a safety thing. That's the first thing, okay? So you never know who's behind you. You're, you're, safety, trust me, comes first always in this deal. Second thing is, once that body slam happens, if we just use that spot for an example, body slam by Charlotte on Natalia, and she rolls out, they're on to the next spot, meaning the next wrestler or whatever it is. So you shouldn't really be paying attention, in quotations, of Natalia rolling out of the ring. It's just a way to move on to the next spot quickly. I mean, I think that it's a little nitpicking what you're doing. Um, I think that if you were in the ring as a competitor and trying to put a match together uh, over years and time with time restraints in that match, you wouldn't say what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like it's still noticeable because they even do it when there's only two of them left in the ring and then there'll be only one. So it's like you have to watch the person. I'm just saying there's got to be a better way for it to look oh, like instead of dude, them just rolling Dude, there's out. a million ways. There's a million ways, but it's, that's the quickest, safest, succinct way. That's a, listen, the rollout is, is basically a transition. That's all it is, and people usually don't live on the transitions. I'm a big believer in the little nuances in a match are very important, but something like that is a transition to another spot. So I don't, I, I don't hang my hat on that. If you've wrestled or been in a game, like, and not just you, dude, I'm saying other people, that nitpick like that, that nitpick like that, they've never been in a money match. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that, the owner of the company, Vince McMahon, is going to give a shit about. I'm just telling you right now. It, it's a transition spot. And trust me, and I've talked about this before with Vince, I have. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. He is a stickler for strong physicality and psychology in matches more than people know. People think that he's just into the entertainment and they're WWE superstars. I can assure you, Ron, Vince is huge into the physical style of a pro wrestler, making stuff as believable as possible, uh, uh, it, psychology is key with him, but the key key is safety. That I can tell you with Vince, and that's a fact. That is a fact. And Ron, thanks for calling. I gotta go to break. I'm kicking ass as usual. Taz Show, more shit coming at you. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here at Tash Show. One hour down, one hour go on this Wednesday edition of the Tash Show. Been talking to Money in the Bank match from SmackDown Live last night. Also going to get into uh, Dennis Jones is going to smarten up. A tennis great, a tennis legend. We're also going to have the TGSST tour dates here from Dennis Jones. It's all about Dennis, this show, yes. 
Also, let me tell you real quick here uh, about uh, Napa, man. Napa Auto Parts has been providing quality auto parts, okay, and know-how for 90 years, folks. That's 90 years. Napa provides the experts in quality parts you need to help you get your car running longer and stronger. And that is a fact, Jack, for sure. With more than 6,000 stores, Napa offers more parts to more garage owners than any other auto parts supplier in all 50 states here in this great country called America. There's no doubt about that. So visit your local Napa Auto Parts store and get what you need to keep your ride running longer, stronger for sure with Napa know-how. Yes, Napa Auto Parts for sure with, like I said, more than 6,000 stores in America. Reserve parts online at Napa online.com and pick up in the store okay that's n-a-p-a-o-n-l-i-n-e.com napa online napa auto parts for sure jump on it they've been around forever they are the bee's knees as they say kids yeah there you go napa auto parts right there a proud sponsor of the tag show so support them you know what i'm saying it's really that simple so we got people on the phone got a lot of stuff going on here uh i gotta handle a call or two and then we're gonna get into this whole thing with this you and this tennis great smarting the guy up it's pretty entertaining stuff we might have here it might suck but we're gonna find out in a second uh on that note i would like to speak to bill in ohio uh what's up Haas? you're on the test show oh man i tell you what it's an honor and a privilege to be on the line once again with the great and mighty taz millions and millions of taz all around the world right now, man. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> it never gets old, Taz. I said, what? My heart's beating a thousand miles an hour to get excited. Freaking lips to be on the phone with Taz. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, your heart's beating hard. I know about heartbeats. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. I understand it. I really do. Just try and calm down, pipe down, you'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, buddy? What are we talk about? All right. I told you a good while back, and I asked you a question. If you could buy stock in one NXT wrestler, who would it be? And this was a good while back. And you pick, you remember who it was? I didn't. I can't remember anything. No. You pick Baron Corbin. Huh. That, I do now that you say that. Yes. Your mouth, man. I remember my guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I did say that. You are correct, Bill. I remember that now that you say it. He's doing pretty good, man. Uh, that finish they did yesterday was awesome with... Um, out of the corner with, uh, with uh, what's his name, Sami Zayn. A great job at the, into Barron's finish, which is a phenomenal finish. A guy that yeah. big can do that, uh, Bill, for sure. But, yeah, man, I'm all in with Baron Corbin. I think he's a beast, no doubt. I agree with you. And I, I got a little something quick for you for uh, Mr. Cornette, possibly. Yes, sir, Jim Cornette, guest on this Friday show coming up. Yep. Paint the picture for you real quick and segue in on it, man. September 1981. I was in Huntington, West Virginia for Georgia Championship Wrestling's first Northern Tour. All right. Okay. Yep. And the card was unbelievable, but one match in particular was the great and legendary Bruiser Brody. Oh, God, he was great. Robert Gibson. Yep. For those that and don't I know, Robert Gibson won half of the Rock and Roll Express, if you don't know. That's, that's right. Robert Gibson. Yes, that's sir. right. Yep. And Bruiser Brody, i tell you what, man, Bruiser Brody... Beat him like a redheaded stepchild all over that arena. <laughs> well, be careful. I have a redhead. I have a redhead in the building. Easy, be careful, yeah. please, sir. Be careful, uh, yeah. please. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Man. <laughs> uh, here's the question that goes to the, over to Cornette, though, because I know both those guys was in Smoky Mountains, and I heard a little piece on, on uh, YouTube the other day. Uh, Cornette was talking about 
uh, not this wrestlers like shoot of all time, like if it, you know, like real actual shoot fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the guy that was asking him that was trying to bracket like, you know, Andre and this guy and whatever. And it came down. Um, Brody was kind of in some of his final ones. But that uh, I think that would be interesting, an interesting thing for you to maybe uh, approach with him a little bit. Like, you know, uh, whether just free form it or gave him a, you know, a few, like a, the, the guy that. Wait, I'm a, I'm a little confused with your ass. What do you mean, Bill? I'm, 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 well, you're asking me my opinion of Bruce Brody? No, no, no. Uh, like, ask Cornette, like, with his experience in uh, Mid-Atlantic and smoking. So, that's your question. So, this match, hold on, bro, bro. So, this match with, um, this match with Brody and, and Gibson, you're saying that Brody shot on him a little bit? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, he didn't shoot on him. I'm just saying it was a it was a really extreme, brutal match. Physical, I mean, okay. The yeah, yeah. Into the thing about the toughest wrestlers. I, th- I think it would be interesting if you bring up with Mr. Cornette, you know, like, it, you know, who, who he would uh, say, you know, his top painful, like, just toughest actual. Oh, okay, tough, tough, time. physical, you know, uh, if it was a shoot, shoot. Yeah, that conversation's been going on for a long time. Bill, I'll try to remember to ask Cornette that from that era. You're right, because there was a lot of tough dudes for sure um, down there in Mid-Atlantic in the South and all stuff back in the day for sure. I agree. I'll try to remember to ask him that, dude, and I appreciate you calling, Bill. Uh, but, yeah, there's always been a thing. Who's the toughest? Who can fight in a real fight and all this stuff? I mean, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I, you know, I mean, who's ever going to know? <laughs> you know who, who's the toughest of them all who can do this who, and again i get in, i told you guys many times my thought on th- toughness my thought on toughness is you know what kind of a physical abuse can someone take and keep on ticking and look at you say yeah mother effer <laughs> what else you got you know and then do damage that's toughness uh in my opinion all right enough of that so look here we go okay it's time for the we're going to call this this particular the Dennis Jones Power Hour. That's what we'll call this. Okay? Yes, we'll call it that. No. Uh, maybe not. Uh, how about the Dennis Jones Five Minute Hour? How about that? Uh, Dennis, so please talk to me about uh, what's going on with you and the tennis great John McEnroe. I spotted this earlier. I thought it was interesting. There was an issue. Uh, what's, what's her name? Serena Williams, right? Where Serena, yes. Serena, um, many think, is the greatest golfer of all time. Uh, McEnroe has said in the past that she's the greatest female golfer of all time and said tennis. that... What's that? Tennis. Golf, tennis. She probably could be the greatest listen, golfer. Listen, it's, they're all activities, sir. Okay, golf, tennis, it don't matter. I'm getting on to my point, which is to put you over. Uh, trust me, I'm trying to help you. My back, my back hurts on a regular basis here. So basically, we have some video footage um, from one of the, the shows here in the CBS family, a TV show. I don't know what show. One of the morning shows. What show is it? CBS This Morning. Though they compete with me. Well, uh, they, they, don't, they don't do well. How <laughs> many geniuses did it take to sit in the room and come up with the name of that show? <laughs> well, let's see. We're going to have a show that's going to start at 6. Uh, it's going to be uh, 6 a.m. Uh, it's, it's on CBS. It's a morning show. Uh, I don't know. How many think it is, Bob? Uh, how do you think about the, you know, CBS uh, This Morning? Well, I think that's great. And really, that's how it came about. Imagine if if Anthony was in one of those meetings when they come up with the names. What's up? Hey, guys. I got a really great idea for a TV show. Just get a round table, pot of coffee, just guys being dudes. CBS. In the morning. Nah, it's a little too wordy. You got anything else? 
Yeah, yeah. CBS. This morning. Yes. Aha. Aha. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So, John McEnroe basically said that Serena Williams is the greatest female tennis player of all time, not golf. And um, and said that if she played amongst men, she'd probably be like ranked 700th. So some people got their panties up roared. Not just females, men's. Got upset over this. Well, why are you making a face like that? Did I say something wrong? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm not. By all means. <sighs> and they asked John McEnroe if he would apologize. <laughs> Let's play the video. You ready for this footage? Yes, sir. Watch this. This reminds me of you, Dennis. Watch this. All right, yeah. What's yeah. going on? Let's just start with the elephant in the room. That's right. Why was it necessary for you to say uh, that anybody, Tarina, uh, couldn't beat the 700th player you, in the uh, As you know well enough, Charlie, I respect Serena very much so, okay? And I was well, simply well, calling her on this, and what, what NPR, wearing, which Macron? supposedly... What is he like? Is he like, is he like singing with the Bee Gees? Like, what is Actually, he, you know what's funny? KC in a sunshine band? What is he wearing, bro? It looks a lot like what, what Anthony was wearing today. I, really? I didn't see Oh. Uh, he has his chest hair out. I mean, why is Macron wearing like he's the like, same? It's turtle shell. It looks like, right? It's <laughs> yes. like he's like Elvis Presley. Elvis. He's wearing like a shirt bu unbuttoned here. It's like he's he's Tom Jones. It's not unusual to be loved. <laughs> like, what, what is going on here? Yeah. What is this guy's wearing? Gold chain Jones. What, what is that? Good. Studio just came from Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> exactly. What is what's that? Get this seventies starter kid on. Well, he's from the seventies. I continue. You're supposed. You know, this is the. Where you can say it like it is, and you're going to get honest feedback. I don't see the video, sir. She's the it's greatest coming, player, female player that ever lived. Then the lady said to me, I don't remember which one, but she said, why did you say woman? Why don't you just say the greatest you know, tennis player that ever lived? And so then I felt the need, um, however, unfortunately, I'm prob probably to defend myself. I don't know, just say what I really felt, I mean, which is about what I think she would be. I think you're referring to the fact that I said she'd be about 700 right. in the world. Yeah. Right. Wow. I've got a solution, Gail, Stiff. though, because I know that you're friendly with Serena, and I, I think I, at least... I'm, I'm just yesterday the table I was, right now. I'm yes. just waiting. Would wait. you like to apologize? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 offer. I, I, the, the offer is this, is because it seems in tennis, unlike other sports, that they're always asking about how women, they always ask me how I would do for someone. Why isn't this old bag John McEnroe? How would he do against Serena? Why don't you combine, just solve the problem? I'm sure the men would be all for this. The men and women play together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we heard the man say uh, he will not apologize for it. I mean, it was obviously this blatant hacking going on here on a lot of levels. The, 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 the top guy, uh, Host Jones, Chuck Sip, Simmer, whatever his name is, he said, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. So that obviously was a shot right away at you. Okay, that's the first thing, Dennis, right? We heard that. I noticed that. Then they go into the apologize bit. Now, why don't you tell Mr. McEnroe how you feel and what apologizing has done for you? Well, look, I'm going to... John. I'm going to call him John because we're, we're equals. Johnny. Johnny button-down Harry Chess Jones. Yes, you can call him that. John, I got to tell you, coming from a guy who used to not apologize much like yourself the best thing for you to do is look inward <laughs> be your best possible self yes and realize you know you you affect all these people you've got 
hundreds of thousands of fans. You're a great tennis star. Sure. I'm, I'm an incredible biz dev guy. Yes, you we're, are. We're on equal footing. We're basically, I, I would consider him a friend. I love China. We're, we're basically, you know, what we do, we're entertainers first. We work with great people. He works in tennis. I work with you. Yes. A multi-time world champion. Of course. You, you got to swallow your pride. Put Buy your ego aside. Right. That's right. It took me months to learn that. I've seen the error in my ways. And, John, I'm reaching out to you as a friend, <laughs> as a confidant. You, you got to apologize. It's not right what you said about Serena. You cannot continue to put up this facade. I know you're hurting inside. What you meant is not You've what you said. You've been in his shoes. You understand. I, I, I live it every day. And I, if I could go back it's in like time. It's like AA, but different. Very similar. I go to apology meetings. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And it, it tore me apart for months. It yes. just it ate at my soul. You are fake news. And, right, and right. now, thanks to Lean Mean and thanks to you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Lean able. Mean. I love it, Lean Mean. Thanks, Lean Mean. I'm able to see where I went wrong. And now look at me. I apologize. I shower daily. I pass gas. I, do, I feel like a better human. And I owe it all to you, Taz. Mm. And John, as a friend, just say sorry. No one's okay. Okay, okay. Got it. We're done. Okay, good. Now, the TGSST talk. First stop's Pittsburgh. We already announced. Yes, we that. covered this. Cardinals. Okay. Cardinals so, Pirates. Uh, maybe we should go. Uh, maybe what I'm thinking is just for the chatter of this. Um, Baseball music. It's out of here. It's out of here. It was a little feel as we give the tour dates. We will have a little feel. We'll have the, uh, you know, when you're working on this, I'm gonna, I want to take a call real quick because I have some people that want to talk to me. And then uh, you you get the tour dates ready. I know you got the first one, the Cardinals and the uh, the Steelers, uh, if we're playing football. Uh, John in uh, California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, Haas? I'm good, man. How you doing? Ah, all right. Not bad. What's up? I got my off the hook. All right, go. Uh, number one, I got China versus Becky. Becky got Lynch. Okay. Uh, number two, I kind of hacked you. I didn't mean to, but I got uh, Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks. No problem, bro. And the main event, which I'm really surprised no one said, is Lita versus Charlotte. Lita versus Charlotte. Yeah, I don't think we. I think you're right. We have not heard that yet. What else is going on, guy? Hey, I know it's really early, but I wanted to know uh, your opinion on the college football that's coming up. Whoa. I'm a big uh, Buckeyes fan, so uh, I was wondering I what you were thinking. I don't know where Jones, but I can handle it. Uh, hey, you're a big Buckeye fan. Okay, um, but you live in California. You're not in Columbus, Ohio, right? You're a California guy? Uh, no, I'm from Ohio, but I live in California now. Awesome. That sounds good. No one cares. No, but listen, here's the thing, John. I got to tell you the truth. I got to tell you the truth. I, I think your Buckeyes are always going to be powerful, not, not just in the Big Ten, just in, in you know in college football in general. Um, it's a recruit in heaven. I mean, I've been to that campus with my kid. You know, when he got recruited to play lacrosse there, that place is unbelievable. That place is, you know, as an adult, you want to go there. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, uh, if you're an athlete, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. unbelievable, dude. I mean, people don't realize for a, it's a state school, as you know, but it's gigantic. Just like Penn State, another gorgeous place with with tons of. Uh, you know, facilities. Well, Ohio State. I, I I mean, you could argue who's got better facilities, but. Um, so for that matter, I think it's a recruiting uh, heaven. You know, I do think that the Buckeyes will will uh, will be strong. Big Ten uh, is arguably one of the. I mean, I'm a Big Ten 
college football Big Ten fan, the conference. I, I like I like watching. I'm a Nebraska fan. I'll watch Penn State football. I'll watch Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin. Um, I, I'll you know I, I'm I'm a fan of, of the the Big Ten, the Purdue, all of them. I, I'm I am. Um, I'd rather watch that than the SEC and stuff like that. Dennis, how about you? You you what's your conference? If you had to pick a conference, SEC, SEC, and and so. Bill, are you a uh, are you a Big Ten fan? Who me, John? I'm John. Yeah, Bill, John. <laughs> I was yeah, close. I'm a big Big Ten fan. Let's big back Ten up. Fan. Yeah, Let's start that over. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe, are you a Big Ten fan? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think your Buckeyes going to do pretty good. I do. I mean, I, I got to delve into the college football scene a little more. It is very early. I'm Jones for some football myself, bro. So I, 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 I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but uh, John, I do appreciate calling, buddy. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll appreciate see you, man. See you right there. I handle everything, bro. Don't matter. You know what I mean? Jack of all trades, mastering all of them. All right. So here we go. Uh, TGSST, the Grand Slammy Slunker Tour, baseball tour. Jones with the producer in three, two, one. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> uh, why don't you have? What are you doing, dude? I need... Anthony, can you contact the sound effects store? Tell them to play some baseball music because the dumbass audio producer can't figure that part out. Unbelievable, man. Buddy, is stupid. It's unreal. I didn't know we were going baseball music, but... We want a freaking baseball tour! Well, in that case... I wonder why Melissa left you. Danielle. Ruined the whole bit. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They just have no imaging skills. The talent is just so limited. I'm trying so hard to help you. I appreciate that. Nah, you don't. You should be appreciate you would do better at your job. All so, right. I'm so excited for this tour. I hear the dates. And then just because we don't have the segment polished, because I used to get insulted because I would feel like you would just screw up on the show to hurt all of my segments on my show. Well, now you know that's not the case. I do. Now you even screw up your own segments and you fall flat on your face. That's the hurry off the scent. This is what happens. You fall flat on your face, even on your own segments. And it's... Uh, disappointing and it's why at times you find yourself in the crosshairs what's the second town you're going in <laughs> so friday july 14th hey bro you make it hard on me i'm making hard on you that's, that's fine not, that's oh well that's fine no cell jones okay let's go you want me that's fine let's play come on friday july 14th is the first game we said. Dr. K called an audible on me. He decides Saturday, July 15th, we're actually not going to a baseball game. Wait, say that again. We're not going to a baseball game on Saturday, July 15th. This is a baseball tour. The, yeah. the whole thing is a tour. Well, why is Dr. K making any decisions? Uh, he's above my pay grade, that's for sure. Whose car is being used? We're renting one, so... Okay, you're splitting the cost? Yeah. You're going to just expense it to CBS? Oh. Will you stop? Hopefully. 
I don't know if they'd pick up on it. Oh, Probably man. not. Could you imagine? If I had to guess. So you're going on. You're going to one game, and then you're not going to another game the next no. day. The next day, we're going to an event. It's actually a soccer match. We're going to the what Gold the Cup. You shitting me, dude? Um, what? Poop you not, my friend. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, I am not in charge of this tour. Because if I was, I could tell you, Dr. K be gone. Thanks for coming. Oh, why? Because that's bad. That's bad decision making. And you being subservient to him, you're going to let it happen. You go to a soccer tour on a baseball tour. A soccer game on a baseball tour. USA. Like two weeks, a week after 4th of July, America's 241st birthday, we're going to see USA Nicaragua. Where's the game? It's in Cleveland. First Energy Stadium. Cleveland. So you're going from PNC Park, then you're going to Pittsburgh to Cleveland. Right, okay. Then Sunday, July 16th, the baseball resumes. We will be in Detroit, Comerica Park. The Toronto Blue Jays against the Detroit Tigers. Nice, nice. Then Monday, we drive to Chicago. We actually have a free night. So Monday night in Chicago, things are going to get weird. Well, well, Sarah lives in Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Look at this guy. Sexy Jones. Oh, yeah. You're going to get busy on your day off in Chicago. You can make sure you wear that shirt, buddy. Because you look oh, like a this, beast. You're an animal. This one? Hell yeah. No. This old thing? Yep. You're a handsome devil in that thing. You really, you are handsome. <laughs> I got to tell you. All right, oh, continue, boy. sir. Please. So, Monday is a free night in Chicago. Tuesday, we will be attending the Los Angeles Dodgers against the Chicago White Sox in an interleague game. Wait, slow down. You're wrapping up. Now, say that one more time. Tuesday, July 18th. This is after your orgy you're going to have on Monday, right? Oh, if, if everything goes to plan. <laughs> Tuesday's the Los Angeles Dodgers against the Chicago White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field. Interleague matchup. In Chicago. In Chicago. So you're spending two days in Chicago. Oh, there's more. Oh, man. This whole tour is built around Sarah. This is unbelievable. <laughs> hey, hey, you hear this? Yes, his shirt's making me feel uncomfortable. I don't know if you noticed that it's like basically open. Do you want me to let a couple buttons in? I don't see it open. I don't. I don't. I, don't. I keep avoiding putting it on camera. He's John McEnroe now. He's like he's wearing his shirt like <laughs> that's McEnroe. it. We're going. He's doing We're McEnroe. letting loose. He's got the chains out. I'm going the hair one. Out. Please, that's more than enough, sir. We don't need to see your skin and your water retention. <laughs> All right, so now where are you now? So you got Chicago two days. What else? Tuesday, July 18th, we're in Chicago. Wednesday, July 19th, after the game Tuesday, we were, we're driving to Kansas City. Wednesday's a free night in Kansas City. So I don't know if Sarah wants to travel with us or what oh. the deal is. <laughs> but, but she's welcome to join us in Kansas City. Uh, so Wednesday, July 19th, we're, oh, it's a free night in Kansas City. <laughs> How many days off do you have? You so went so those, are the only, those are the only two. Hold on, those this tour, two. you went to two games so far. Like, what the hell's going on? Oh, one, two, three, four games and six nights. And then the rest is, uh, so Thursday, July 20th, the Detroit Tigers against Kansas City Royals at Kauffman Stadium. You have this uh, graphically supported, uh, Anthony, so we, people can see it and watch the video? Of course not. Because no, no. I just looked, I just looked at uh, Dennis's face. No, not that graphic. That's a different. That's fine. That graphic. I'm talking about with the dates. You two knuckleheads. I'll teach you how to do TV. You should have had the graphic set. 
where you have all these dates so people can read them that watch the video. I mean, I'll tweet it out. It's I just have it on. I mean, graphically, this doesn't look that good. No, sir. You should have inter-office emailed to the video producer, and he could have put it up on a graphic. But you two people are limited in your education and in your ability to do radio and TV. So I got to hold your hand on the air. I sent him. I said, Ant, should we put a graphic up? And he was like, nah, I don't think it'll look good. What graphic, boss? We got the one with you. The Tasman. You got the green wall. The great wall? <laughs> green wall. Uh, I was going to say, we're going to China. The green, the green wall. Yeah. <laughs> what other dates you got? Because uh, so I'm done with this talk. Thursday, I can tell. They're a good thing you're not coming with us. Thursday, July 20th, we're in Kansas City. If I was going, you, you would not be going to no soccer game. I don't care if USA is playing or not. I'm telling you that right. You're going to, you're going to baseball games. Baseball talk. Ant, Ant thinks it's going to be the best one. Okay, great. On Look, I, I really don't care. So, so Monday, okay, you got Chicago. And then Tuesday, you got Chicago again. Monday, you're off in Chicago. Coincidentally, you're taking a day off in Chicago. Monday's a free day in Chicago. Dish, dish pizza, right? Tuesday, we're going to the White Sox. Wednesday, we're a free night in Kansas City. Thursday, we're going to, to Kauffman Stadium. Friday, we drive to Minnesota. We are going to see the Detroit Tigers for a third time. I don't. We're basically just touring with the Tigers against the Minnesota Twins at Target Field. Saturday, we wrap up back in Chicago. <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> Against the Cubs oh, at Wrigley. Yeah. So we start in Pittsburgh. We end in Chicago with a couple stops in Chicago along the way. Oh, just saying, Sarah. The uh, TGSSTC tour, Chicago at the end. Dude, you, you really spent a lot of time in Chicago. I think you're really just trying to build this tour around you and this girl, Sarah. No freaking way. I'm serious. Uh, Chicago, since, what did we announce it? Last week, two weeks ago? Um, Chicago fans have been... We've had fans reach out here and there. Chicago fans have been by far the most uh, receptive to... Nobody wants to put us up in house and home, but if they want to feed me and drink, they were like, here, you got to go here, here, and here, here. So we've had a few fans reach out already. Hopefully more now that we've released all the dates. We're happy to meet up with anyone that's attending the games or just in the area that day. We would love to interact, take pictures, videos, the whole nine. Chan Man in L.A., you're on the Taz Show. What's up, Haas? Taz, Lumberjack, love you both. Love you, pal. Love How you. are you, champ? How are you, man? I, I just wanted to talk about two things. Oh, first, uh, I'm kind of disappointed that uh, Dennis uh, is not going to L.A. Well, because uh, there, there's no Sarah in L.A. That's the reason why. Let's be honest. Man, we, we have Sarah's, we have Vicky's, we have Becky's. <laughs> we, we got a lot of women here in L.A. We I will stay be California girl. Oh, could be California girls. All right, Shane, go ahead, continue. All right, I want to talk about two things. Uh, something I like and something I don't like and getting bored of. Uh, Dennis? Well, yes, no, no. Oh, Chan, I love you, man. Not cool. I, I love you, Dennis. By the way, we're deep into the fourth quarter without a break, so you got to hurry up, Chan. All right, I'll hurry. Okay, the thing I like is uh, Jinder Mahal's theme song. I have no idea what they're saying, but it's a catchy-ass song. It I love the like song. Dude, I love it. I love. The, I don't know what they're saying either. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, it sounds like they're saying they go after everything. Like, uh, I eat a sandwich, they go. I want some wings, they go. <laughs> you know? 
Yes. Like, I got it. I, I want to try it. Take go. I got it's pretty good. I got next time I listen to it, I will think of that. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> if we could get that audio, maybe we could see if Chan's correct. And what else you got? All right. And then the thing that I don't like that I'm getting sick of actually is uh, Anthony. Is, <laughs> oh, what's that's not cool, boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Bray Wyatt's uh, rambling promos. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just, it just kind of feels like uh, he's not being specific with the wrestler, and it's just kind of like vague. Yeah. And then I kind of tune out, and then I just go to the bathroom. I, I, dude, I, I got to be honest. Now I like Bray, but I, I, I tune out too. It's a lot of this. It's, it's getting played out. It's the same promo over and over again. It's the same style. It's the same thing, and it's it. It is. I don't disagree with you, Chan. And thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate you. No, I gotta go to break though. Here we gotta go to break, um, and then on the other side of break, I think Dennis will play something else. Uh, other side of break, we'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com/slash the Taz Show, and uh, we will also uh, get to a couple more phone calls and then wrap this show up. Taz Show, sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, fourth quarter city here, Taz Show. show yes, I do the show here live on this Wednesday. I talked earlier about Phil Jackson from the Knicks. Well, he's done. He's gone. Thanks for coming. <clears throat> Just as uh said it probably would happen. Yeah, he's done. No more with the Knicks. They're dancing the streets. And how happy are you, buddy? Got to be fired up. Oh, I'm so fired up. I was ready to cut an E5 LF for the draft, but now it's like, all right, we still stink. Like, we're still going to suck for a couple years, but right. it's way better without Phil. No one cares. Got it. Thank you. Um, Awesome. Thanks for joining in the show. Talked earlier about the SmackDown a good amount. Talked about the money in the bank. For those people on Facebook Live, hello. Facebook.com slash Taz Show. What's going on? Uh, so, uh, if you are looking on the Facebook Live, you did not join the first three quarters of the show. You're like, "Oh, I want to hear the money in the bank." I did it already. Okay, did it already. I also talked about Jim Cornette coming on the show. Special guest this Friday. Jim will be on the show. Looking forward to that. So, Jim does a very successful podcast called the Jim Cornette Experience. Talk about that. We'll talk about Smoky Mountain. So, uh, I know what I'm not going to mention to Jim. Do you know what that is, Dennis? Should I mention it now? If you want. I don't, I don't, I don't ever, ta- you know, tell people what to say. I mean, whatever. You're not going to ask him about Vince Russo. That's right. If he wants to talk about it, he can. But I have, I don't get in the middle of people's poopy. It's none of my business. I don't really care. It's none of my concern. It's that simple. So. But I'm looking forward to talking to Jim. I always get along with Jim and uh, respect him. And that's the dealio on that. So, Hey, uh, Miles in California, you're on the Taz Show. Uh, what do you say to that, homeboy? How's it going, man? All right, good. Um, yeah, so I want to thank you for answering both my questions early on about Maria and about the money in the bank. But while on the subject, if you um, if you had the power to book it, how would you book Carmela cashing in that money in the bank? How 
how would I book it different than what they did yesterday? No, I mean, how would you how would you book Carmella cashing it in? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you did say cashing. I was reading something. Yes. Oh, uh, good question. <sighs> wow. Um, I'd wait a while. I'd get some mileage out of it. I would have her cash it in once they turn her baby face. I do think this girl, as I said earlier, Miles has potential to be a baby face. I think mm -hmm. that her and Ellsworth, that, that ship has sailed. I think yeah, it's, I'm getting tired of it too. Yeah, I think there's there's an opportunity now for them to suspend, like I said earlier, have mm -hmm. uh, Daniel Bryan suspend him for getting involved, meaning Ellsworth, suspend him. Um or do a match, you know, her, him against her, and have him take all the bumps, bumps and her, beating Carmella, beats the crap out of him, and uh, mm -hmm. lose a leave SmackDown, something like that, and, and, and he leaves. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would, I have to say, I would do something like that. I really would. Um, but how would, how would I have a cash in? I don't know. I'd wait till she's a baby face. Uh, it's, I think, you know, I think you got to wait to see who has the title by then, if it's still, you know, the girl with it now, but... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think you got to wait and see. I think it's too early to tell, to, to give an opinion. But I will say, I do think she needs to be a babyface when she casts it in. I think that would maximize the pop. And I think that she's been a great heel. I've always screamed that she should be a big pop, big top heel, I should say, in the company when she came from NXT. And it, it, it happened. Thank you, Miles, for calling. But I do think that um, she should be a babyface when she casts it in. I don't have I don't have an answer for you of where or how or when against who I don't, um, I don't think it should be for a while though. I think you want it like they normally do with these uh, money in the banks. You get mileage out of it. You know what I mean? You get mileage out of it. That's the key. You have to do that. You have to, because it's that angst. Same thing they're doing with Baron Corbin. You'll see that he's got the he's got the you know the briefcase. Let's take our time with it. There's no reason to rush it. There's no reason to rush it. From a creative standpoint, you always have that sitting there too. It's a good thing, you know. It's always a good go-to. You know, it helps. It helps creatively, uh, in my opinion. You know, so I, I think it's a good thing. You know, I mean, Dennis, from a fan perspective, you think they should cash it in right away with her? No, not at all. The 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 longer she has it, the better. It and it builds anticipation. Like you can always do the the fake cash in, pull back. Right. It's the longer the better. Bless you. That is these. I'm talking about you under my breath. That's what I'm saying. I bless you as a minister. Do you remember the name that I called you earlier? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a foul word. Shitty man. That was it. Yes. Facebook Live is working better now. A minute ago, I think it was a little bit. Uh, it was a little funky. You know what I mean? It was a little bit. Uh, funky, funky, funky. It was a little something funky was going on with it. CJ Emanuel, Facebook Live. Taz should be the SmackDown GM. Oof. Mm. If I can do it from here, I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, I don't know. Tamia Wu keeps pausing. Is she talking about Dennis's love life, or what is that? What is she talking about? That's on a permanent pause. That's on stop. <laughs> Complete stoppage. Stop! Probably a rewind. Now apparently I think Timmy is talking about the um, Facebook Live. It seems like is it working now? Is Anthony uh, is Ant on top of this? He's checking all. He's talking to his team. 
The team has been spoken to. Wasn't there rumors that Anthony did not have the proper login for uh, <laughs> that the company? Uh, I love to put Anthony on the spot with this. Hey, yeah. What's up, boss? You want to explain this without getting yourself in trouble? Um, Good luck. Basically, it was like I didn't exist. Don't name, names. The, don't, not, name yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. don't name names. Don't name names. Basically, they were like, uh, Taz running the game, audio producer check, and that's it. Basically, you said nothing. Um, yeah, no, you you, <laughs> you were trying to log... To give people a backstory without too much detail, there's a certain way you have to log in in order to edit this show, correct? Indeed. The uh, programs I use were not accessible because I was just cut off. It was <laughs> like... Uh, I was just cut off. It's unbelievable. Like a drunk at a bar. Exactly. It's unreal. They, but but there was no warning of last call. They just cut me off. <laughs> well put. Uh, that's, that's well put. And then when you uh, talk to, um, you know, the lead producer of the show, and uh, namely the, the star of the show, they call him Seth. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. He got pretty pissed off because he went to the higher ups. And why did he get pissed off? Tell people why he got pissed off. They were gone. It was just like cobwebs in their office. It was like, where'd they go? No one no, knows. that's not why they got pissed off. No, that's false. Oh, well, well no, they, he, they, he was pissed off because they didn't run him through the proper channels no, before this was done. No, that's not why he was pissed off. It's One unbelievable. It's, um, I'll take care of it. Okay. okay. Go back to work, buddy. Go back to work. <sighs> God. It's not just Ant. It's, it's Dennis. It's you two. I, I got to hold you guys. Hey, you guys are so bad. Why do I even have you on the show? I like you. I do like you. That's why. We like you, too. You should like me. I do a lot for you. And I'm nice. Agree with both. The reason why Seth got upset, and is because, and some other people here got upset, is because you were not on, they did not know who you were. They didn't have your name. The bosses did not know. You didn't have a login. They didn't know who you are, which is shocking and horrible. It all stems back to the Bagel Club. Thank you. Thank you and thank you because you just read my mind. It all stems back to that effing club. Oh, you're crazy. Just bagels. No. It's about the Bagel Club. It's infiltration. Those people are all the same on this floor. All of them. Trying to sabotage me left and right up in here. James Benton. Bring back the captain. I hate everyone. Buy a hat. <sighs> James Marshall. Poor Jazz. Still stuck with Dennis Jones. Not to be confused with Taz. I do enjoy a nice uh, trumpet, though. Typo Jones. F them and their effing bagels. James Rivera. Well said. It's brutal. Hello, Facebook Live. I'm shutting you bitches out. Connor in Illinois, you're on the Taz Show. How are you, sir? Hey, Taz, how are you? All right, all right, all right. Good. What's up, buddy? <laughs> well, it's the beginning of summer, so you know what that means. Oh, it's, you sound like, uh, what's his name's Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> what's his, yeah, Luke Hopper. You know what that means. What, what does it mean? 
Our favorite show starts big, bro. Oh, tonight. Yes, sir. Oh, please, I'm on it. Yes. <laughs> As if, Dennis, we don't have enough stuff to watch. Now just <laughs> add this onto the docket. Throw Big Brother in the mix. Oh, Lordy B. That's right. That's right. Big Brother. Now, here's the thing, though, Connor. Is it going to be um, every Wednesday? Because last year, they changed the dates around a lot. Yeah, it was. Well, they had the one regular season. Then they had the one that was just on the CBS app. Yeah, I know. Well, CBS, you know, sometimes they're a little bit all over the map. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I hear you. I know your pain. So is everybody here. Um, uh. my, my one hope this year is just every year over the past five years has been, like, all votes have been for the same person. Like, why not make it interesting? Have it half and half. Like, come on. What do you mean? Like, it seems like everyone in the house is going to vote the same way. Why not change it up? Why not, you know, make the show interesting, you know? They might listen. You got to give them credit. They, they they do try to change the you know. There's always a different twist, right? They they have right. done that. There's always a different twist. So we'll see what the twist is. I don't read like the dirt sheets they have on it or whatever. Like does Mike Johnson write for them too? Who writes for them? <laughs> Dave Meltzer? Who writes for them? I don't know. But I don't read that stuff. I like to just you know go in clean. Okay, I don't want to be spoiled. I do think that they do a good job of changing the, the twist up a lot. But you know, uh, when it's when there's a bunch of people in the house and it's the first couple of weeks, if it's one person ticks off the rest of the house, they all gather because they, they want to start picking people off right away. Right. You know, there's always that that three or four first people that you forget about by week six. You know what I mean? Right. That always happens. So, uh, but I'm looking. For the, do you read? Uh, do you read? The, what do you call those things? Uh, they have uh, kind of like the live feeds or yeah. Do you do all that? No, I like being you know surprised when it happens. My wife and I used to watch when it was on Showtime. They'd have the After Dark. The after Dark. Yeah, I have watched that before. Yeah. Yeah. Now they have the After Dark. It's not. It's on the same channel that uh, uh, Impact. the Impact's on. TNA's on. What's that channel called? Uh, Pop TV. Pop. Yeah, I think it's owned by CBS too. I think so. They own everything. They own me. <laughs> What the hell? I mean, they own, they, well, they kind of, they don't own me. I work for their company. Um, it's kind of, I'm looking forward to it. It, it should be exciting. I, I can't wait. It's the favorite part of the summer for me besides the Cubs and Big Brother. Me too. Me too. Speaking of the Cubs, if you haven't heard, the uh. Grand Salami Slunker Tour, uh, Dennis is hitting every single baseball team and town in your city. Um, is. Are you going to try and hook up with them? Ironically, I'm going to the Cubs game two days after he is. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to Cubs Sox, which yeah. is, you know, it's always exciting. Yeah, Intercity Robbery Jones. The Mets Yankees of Second City, if you will. Second City, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, you are secondary citizens to <laughs> us. You understand that, Connor? I won. Yes, your pizza's secondary and so is your baseball, sir. I'm uh, world champions. All right. On that note, take care, Connor. All right? We'll see you, buddy. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, final say. Comes with the world champion thing. I mean, he's got us there. He kind of did. Yeah, so. Yeah. Just leave that alone. All right, well, that's it. Here we go. Some people thought I was drinking a beer. It's five <sighs> o'clock somewhere. I hate that effing expression. <laughs> I hate cliché. It's five o'clock. Come here, Bob. Let's have a beer. Shut the... Shut up. 
everyone with that stupid expression. Five o'clock somewhere. I hate that. I hate like those cliche like. Uh, you know, it is what it is. You wise ass. <laughs> you had to do it, right? <laughs> you know, someone said that to me once. Well, you know, it was about a business thing. I was in, it was in Impact Wrestling, TNA, which was, whew, that was a fun business run. But um, the guy goes, without naming his name, because many of you will know his name. He goes, well, it is what it is. And I go, no, you know what, bro? It is what you make it. Yes. That's the expression. It's not is what it is. It is what you make it. Because when someone says it is what it is, that's a throwaway. That they gave up. It's a give up line. It's a give up line. Zach Burklow on the uh, Facebook live. Diet Dr. Pepper. Correct, sir. That is what I'm drinking. You are correct. Drink it! It is what it is. It is what you make it. Nolan Morse. Where do you hear this shit? Chicago pizza's a meal. New York pizza's a snack. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you really... I don't know why, but in my head, I was going to say something so wildly inappropriate. I'm actually really glad I held myself back on that one. Dude, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He couldn't be farther from the truth. It's the most doughy thing going to Chicago pizza. Wait till I get there. Oh, you're going to be deep into the dough, brother. Oh, yeah. Sounds like you'd have plenty of time doing your love life. I don't know if you're going to have much time. You might lose weight. Working off those carbs. Playing grab ass, hooking up with chicks left and right in Chi-Town. Got Sarah running around, playing grab ass, everything. You know? Can't wait. It's five o'clock somewhere. Shut the. How about this one? Shut the front door. (laughs) That could be an off the hook. Bad cliches. That's actually not bad, bro. That's a good one right there. This is why you are the biz dev show, the biz dev guy to show. That's the reason. That's stuff there. By the way, set design. Uh, what happened to the flag? The Taz show flag, the rover flag behind you. It's just disappeared. Three days in a row, lazy ass bitch Jones. You you don't hang it up. This is why you're a shitty man. What? Why? Why? I mean, I what? got it. I, I know you have it, but it's folded up behind you. I mean, you have a minute left in the show. You want to hang it now? Uh, yeah. Why no, not? no, don't, don't, don't. Don't move too much. I don't want you to move. I gotta save my energy for Chicago. Oh yeah. The windy city. Ooh. Oh God, how did I get stuck with these slunkers? It's unbelievable. I told Dr. K I was like, Hey look man, you might have to take a walk and if you come back and the cars are rocking, don't come a knocking. That's another cliche. <laughs> uh, that's actually old, so it's okay. I can live with that one. Dr. K is married? That is correct. Is Mrs. K concerned? No, Mrs. K... <laughs> knows, you don't, knows you don't pick up chicks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
No, Mrs. K and I, uh, I years past, I would have got a pep talk. She's not worried about him. It's just she fears for my safety. Oh, Dr. K's a wild one, huh? No, Dr. K's not. I am. And she doesn't. <laughs> oh. Now, Dr. K. Now, she's Southern, too. So let me try my best Southern accent. <clears throat> don't. Just don't even talk. How about okay. that? Okay. Do, 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 I want to hear it now. You, you hooked me. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Go. Do it. I'm not Dr. K. <laughs> That's the only accent you have is the Anthony accent. No, I got two. I, I developed the second one recently. Oh, you get the Seth. Yeah. You get the Seth. Well, no, Dr. K. <laughs> I got these blisters on my back. <laughs> and my gout's kicking in. Oh, do the, the, the Mrs. K voice. On she would, uh, it would be something along those lines. Now, you know, Dr. K, uh, that Dennis, he, you know. So wait, he, let me get this straight. So she's a sultry, sexy not southern sultry. woman. Well, you, you're making a salad. She's a sultry, That's slutty southern, southern woman. Oh, far from. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're making not, a salad. Not, not slutty. Not That's what she sounds like. That's what she sounds like. Like that. Yeah. I they just talk it. slower. I, dude, I've been there. I've I worked for a woman who talked like that. There you go. Okay, so. Would you say she's sultry and all the other S words you used? Ooh, Dixie Carter? Yeah. Please, she's. I worked for a woman. I'm not going to say she's <laughs> sultry. But she did that talk. That's very like gentlemanly that. of you. Well, I'm a gentleman. That's what I am. Yes, right? you are. So, so, okay, Dr. K's wife hates you. And what else? Oh, she doesn't hate me. She would. In, I said in years past, she would be concerned of my, uh, my younger self. Now I'm just. I'm looking more to settle down. Go out to Chicago, find a nice woman, enjoy a deep dish, mostly Sarah. Um, you know, just catch a couple games. Just, just enjoy the week I have off. Mm. Now you know, Dr. Emily K. Alexandra. There's my girl. Mm-mm-mm. A real Southern belle. That's what she said. She spelled bell right. B E L L E. She's smart, this girl. Well, I knew that when she hated me. That's a good point. <sighs> Did you have a point? Are you done with your point? Like, which, I, don't I didn't know. have a point yet, so I am done with it. Good. I did it again, like yesterday. I, I said a word. I said I said wood instead of good. I said good. Oh, I I heard good. I went good. Good. You're working on your Wolfgang. Very good, does. God rest his soul. He disappeared. <laughs> Guy sent me the scorpions, right here. C.D. Jones. I thanked him. Hello, Taz. Did you get the CD I sent? Gerald R. Dead Air Jones. Mm-hmm. He's right. James Marshall. Dennis equals pointless. You're here. <sighs> oh, it looks like your buddy, uh, what's his name? The chef. Mike? Yeah. He says, uh, will KFJ or crying or the crying one be producing while Dennis is gone? No, uh, Chef Mike, because Taz will be gone. Uh, it's Vacation Jones. So uh, the show's on vacation. So, you know, you'll have to go listen to somebody else's show like you normally do. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Not today. Visine in your back next time. Nice try. Nice try. Go listen to someone else's show. Put them over. (laughs) Hey, you like that? 
That was very clever, boss. Uh, back to Emily Alexandra. Chef Mike, God rest his soul. You want to go to Jersey and be a cook and leave Manhattan? Go ahead. Good riddance. Chan man. Ha ha ha. Yes. Yes. He gets it. Be loyal. That's what he said. You got to be loyal, folks. I mentioned Jim Cornette will be on here with his, on his podcast. I think he said Friday? Friday, yes. That's different. I don't. I'm fine with all that. I'm fine with everything. Some other, some other things I'm not fine with. Like my staff. That's what I'm not fine with. Benjamin Pauly, why all the angry faces? I didn't see he's talking about on the uh, Facebook Live. I didn't see that. I saw a lot of blue thumbs up, but I wasn't looking. They can send angry faces? Yeah, you could, like, post it, I guess. I don't know how it works, bro. Interesting. James Marshall, uh, he, he wrote a paragraph. Poor Taz, everyone leaves apart from the one person who needs to go. No prizes for guessing who that is. I don't, what is that? I don't understand what that means. What is he talking about? Well, James writes at a third grade level, so just bear with him. <laughs> Pointless my ass. So, yeah, uh, Monday and Tuesday... There'll be no Taz show because it's July 4th, both days. Uh, it's July, July 4th, 4th and 4th part 2. That's right. Test 1, 2. So there'll be no show <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. Office is closed. Can't do a show without this place being open. That's number one. That's not my fault. Don't blame me. I was ready to do a show. So there'll be no show. I think uh, during the Grand Salami Slunker Tour, the show will be on vacation for the whole week while Dennis is on the tour. I was ready to do a show, but Dennis had to go do, you know, these baseball games. So, and go see Sarah in Chicago, who hasn't called since, by the way. Did you and her DM? Did you slip in her DMs? No. Waiting for her. No. (laughs) You're waiting for her, right? Hey, yeah, what do you think of that? That's not happening, right? Oh, no. She's probably never even going to show up. No dumpster love there. (laughs) Dumpster love. Picking my trash. It's making me hungry. Hungry. That's good, actually. Dumpster love. Oh, that dude. You're on to something. Man, I'm glad I thought of this. That's pretty good. So I love that. So that's, uh, that's, uh, damn it. That's, um. You'll get it. I will get it. They do Jetliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miller. Steve Miller. Steve Miller, I say. The Steve Miller band, correct? Correct. I'm going to Google the lyrics for Dumpster Love. <laughs> I don't know if you want that in your Google. Some weird uh, might show up. Um, uh, what's the real name? You threw me off. Dumpster Love is a perfect name. Jungle Love. Jungle Love. Thank you. Jungle Love. It's, that's a great song. Can we play that? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm away, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, no, no. Don't. This will go crazy. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I got to do this. I have to. See, I look at the lyrics, and I can bang out the song, some of Maestro. And uh, I can do it with no problem, and it could be fun. Uh, mm, wow, these weren't lyrics are wild. Jungle love, I want to take 
Wait, hold on. What the? Is this the right song? <laughs> Jungle Love. I want to take you to my cage, lock you up, and hide the key. Dude, you don't have to change the lyrics for, for Anthony. No. Just use these lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it works. Just read it as is. Oh. I want to lock you up <laughs> and throw away the key. Dumpster love. Play in my trash. I will call you baby, baby. <laughs> That's good stuff. You've got a pretty car. I think I want to drive it. I drive a little dangerous. Take you to my crib and rip you off. Huh. I, I don't know what? if you're looking at the right. This might be the Ross. <laughs> are you looking at... Are you... <laughs> I don't think this is the right that's, song. Uh, that's by Morris Day. I'm, look, I'm Googling oh, right now. Oh, I see. Oh, I see exactly what's going on. Okay. Morris Day in the nights. Hopefully he does all that stuff at night. Dumpster love. It's driving me mad. It's making me dirty, dirty. Dirty. <laughs> Dumpster love, it's driving me mad. It's making me dirty. I mean, the the lyrics, the first set of lyrics, you don't even have to change. I met you on somebody's island. That's perfect. That's Staten true. Island. Staten Island, good point. You thought you'd know me before. I bought you a crate of papaya. <laughs> well, that is weird. I brought you up. I bought you a crate of, you know, mushrooms or tomatoes or something like that. Because mushrooms are rancid. They're much, aren't mushrooms like old? Aren't mushrooms are moldy? Well, I think anything can be old if you just... <laughs> Don't use it. Dumpster love. It's driving me mad. Oh, no. Hey, what are you thinking of all this? No good? I hate it. <laughs> I'm I'm never I'm never peeling back the curtain on my personal life ever again. Why? Why? Oh, dude, my girlfriend oh. left me. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Come on. Come on. Now I have to get a new dumpster. <laughs> Why? He's oh, mad. Man. He's got to find a new dumpster, he said. And a new island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Staten Island. Jeremy Ivy, Tone Deaf Jones. Yeah, How dare you? Somebody. Took a shot at somebody. All right, well, guess that's it. So I stopped going to my human beatbox. It's fun to show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Time's to love when it's pouring rain. All the trash is better when wet. What's up? Steve Miller. <laughs> I actually heard Jetliner yesterday when I was in the car. Um, Seriously, no, I heard it. What the heck? I did hear it yesterday when I was in the car. Steve Miller's good, man. Steve Miller's real good, dude. Steve Miller's legit. They got a bunch of hits. No, I know. Yep, I heard it yesterday. I was driving along. It was good stuff. So, yep, driving, and I sing when I drive. People, are, get out of the way, you <laughs> jerk! Just let me sing. Uh, oh, I can I can tell stories about driving. Oh boy, you have no idea. Oof, bad, bad stuff. I get crazy, bro. 
Yeah, I don't see you handling oh, road bad. rage well. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. So bad. Really. Okay. There goes my eardrums. That was uh, spooky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's the uh, show, guys. Yeah. That's what we do. Dead Air Jones. Dead Air Fifth Quarter. I'm trying to. Do, I felt like there was something else I wanted to talk about real quick. I can't remember what the heck it was though. Happens a lot, you know. I'm saying. Facebook froze again. Or what's going on? Yeah, is there something wrong with the Facebook, dude? What's going on here? Um, I think it's good. Uh, it could be the internet. The internet here is pretty uh crappy. The internet here sucks. It's ass. good on my end okay. though. Oh, that's great. I'm very happy for you. Um, it's good we fixed that mic sound when he comes on the show. That <laughs> say, Ann, how you doing? And what even up, the buddy? That's what you hear when you hear that. What a mess. Well. Curtis Dobbs on the gimmick chat. Ah. Fifth quarter mentioned on the gimmick chat. Rarity. Kurt Dobbs. I feel like Sarah quit listening to the show thanks to Dennis. Yes. Scataway Jones. Mm-hmm. She still listens. Dude, you realize there is no shot in hell you find this girl when you go to, when you go to what do you call it, Chicago. There's like what? Not happening. 20,000 people don't live in Chicago? I just knock on enough doors? Nah, bro. She don't. Listen. Look. <laughs> he, she's going to avoid you. You know? <laughs> she's taking the week off. She's coming to New York. Well, do you realize, like, you know, you, you know, on the show, like, your representation of you is not really that good. If I mean, you were a chick, would you want to be with a guy like you? Yeah, what's not to love? A lot. There's a lot not to love, buddy. Well, you got, you know, you got a lot to love from a size, you know, girth perspective. Exactly. But I'm just saying. Don't you want to be warm at night? Yeah, she wants to be able to breathe. <laughs> well, you take... Pluses and minuses. It's like a small foreign car lane on a... I'll rev her engine. Oh, my God. Please stop. Uh, Sarah, still call me. That was a joke. Alan Bryant III. E5L when Cornette is on. I I don't know. I mean, if the guy wants to cuss, he can curse. I'm not going to stop the guy. You have a disclaimer at the top of the show. I mean, whatever. You know? I don't care. So, Emily Alexander, interesting uh, message about you crushing women. Box crushing, but I'm not going to get into it. She's very, um, kind of, says what she feels, this person. So, um, I like that in a lady. (laughs) Come to the dumpster. Devin Haley, Facebook Live, Girthy Jones. He's talking about you, sir. Yes. In all the wrong places. 
Jaden Jalakunan Dayat. Who was your least favorite wrestler? All of the ones that I lost to. Will you stop? <laughs> Good answer. It's the truth. Anyway. All right, well, people don't want me to end the show, but I'm going to have to end it. I said no. I mean. Freddie Allen, he just goes hornswoggle. What? What is that? Because the guy said, called me a dick on some shoot interview. I mean, he's my least favorite wrestler. I, I'm indifferent about him, bro. So I don't really care. I hope you feel better about yourself. <laughs> really, dude, it's unbelievable. You know, people. Some people just like. I don't even know. I don't even know if I would consider him a actual wrestler. It's a prop. Jamie Irwin, Facebook Live, Wind Down Jones. Love it. If I, you know, next time we do a special. At WFAN on CBS Sports Radio. I should do a wind down segment. Ah, the boss is there. We get so mad. Look at this. Emily Alexandra. She goes, shots fired. That's another cliche thing that I absolutely I actually just, do hate. I'm a big cliche so guy. It's so soft, shots dude. Fired. Shots fired. Shit. You don't know nothing about shots. <laughs> shots fired. There's no shots. There's no war. There's no fight. There's nothing. I sit here every day and I do a show. I get paid to do it and I go home. We give a shit about nobody. Shots fired. F I am. And this one is. What's the other cliche you said before? The one that really made me mad? It's five o'clock somewhere. It's five o'clock somewhere. That's it. Darren Davies, shots fired at Dennis. I wish. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I still hate you. Ah, he's warming up to me. <laughs> yeah, he wants you to get shot. Delinquent Team Quack. Where's Crying Brian? I don't know, bro. It's not my turn to watch him. <laughs> I think we're done here. I think we're done. <laughs> Dude, uh, one day, I swear, it might be now. I, I think I'm going to sit here. It might be now. It might be now. And I want to try something, and I want to see if it works. Okay. This is very risky to do in radio, in any form of radio, but I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it. I'm doing it. I'm going to try in this episode before the thing wraps up. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. 
I can hear the emails being typed right now, bro. The bosses. Seth is definitely. He's gone off the deep end. He's not talking. He laid out. He said nothing. The emails. He's typing emails right now, bro. From the car. Dude, it's happening. Thank what are the emails saying? What are they saying? Seriously. To whom it may concern, <laughs> please do not be alarmed that there was several extended seconds of silence from Taz. He was merely testing out our new segment for our new show that's going to launch this fall called Dead Air. Again, please do not be alarmed. And I will be out of office. Oh, oh, oh. So if you need me, please reach me on my cellular device. Tremendous. Oh, yeah. And then he ends all his emails. Hooray! <laughs> Go F yourself! <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dan Torres, a little late to the dance, Jones. Ready for this one? You're going to love this. You're going to pop. <laughs> Let me guess. No, here it goes. I wonder what Taz is going to say to Jim Cornette after he threatened to kill his friend. Eh, eh. Uh, eh. What's up, boss? Do you hear this? Did you, are you following along here? I am. and uh, uh, That means he wasn't even watching at the beginning of Facebook Live. Wasn't even watching. Exactly. Seg one. Seg uh. Go to TazShow.com. <laughs> First, go to iTunes and rate it five stars. Then Spotify. Then go to TazShow.com. Rate and review. Yes. Hey, Dan, you know, at the end of the day, Dan Torres, friend, acquaintance, co-workers, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, business is business. You don't know when I talk to people, who I talk to, who I get along with, who I don't. Even if I get along with them, if I want a guest on my show and that guest wants to come on my show, they come on my show. So you have no idea what you're talking about. So what are you wondering, Dan? What are you wondering? Hey, Jim Cornette, why did you threaten this thing to, to Vince Russo? I, you think I'm going to say, I, I don't care. It's none of my business what those men do. I've shared laughs with both those guys. I got no problem with anybody's shit, dude. I don't get in the middle of them. I'm a grown-ass f***ing man. God. People, man. When are you going to get it? Seriously. It's, 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 it's that internet stuff, that social media stuff, dude. It's like people are so like... Like, they just think they know everything. And they're in on things. And, and people love to... It's like I talked about the kids that are fighting... The high school kids that are in a fist fight and everyone does this with the phone and everybody sits there and they videotape the fight uh, they video they video the phone the fight with their phone everybody's the, the voyeur the viewer everybody ooh, 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 ooh. don't be ooh, ooh, ooh. don't be ooh, don't do it <laughs> that is just not funny that wasn't it was good but you're don't do that don't be that guy or girl ooh, look at ooh, ooh. Stop it! Stop! Son of a bitch! Stop! Stop! Be the fighter. Don't be how the about, viewer. How about be the guy that minds your effing business, right? Be that guy or girl. Freddie Allen, Taz, shots fired. <laughs> that was funny, actually. That was a good. That was a good Facebook live right there. That was actually a good one. Wonder what Taz is gonna say that Jim Cornette threatened his friend. 
haven't talked to Vince in I don't remember the last time and I don't know if Vince will not want to talk to me because Jim Cornette was invited by me on my show and if Vince doesn't want to then we could discuss it like men doesn't want to talk to me anymore then we could discuss it like men or not I mean I I, I, I you know I bring whenever I do have a guest on if I invite someone and they want to come on and they're gentlemanly or lady enough to come on my show I invite them on my show for good content for entertainment on my show that's what I care about I'm not here to appease anybody else except believe it or not you people <laughs> my audience is who I try to appease the best I can when it comes to guests and stuff like that Dan Torres Russo is God no he's not then go watch his show on Facebook live <laughs> and go away oh shots fired Right, well, this is what happens when I decide to give people extra content. Dumbass that I am. An intelligent man once told me, and if my wife's listening, she'll laugh. No good deed goes unpunished. You ever hear that expression? That now that's a that's a good cliche. That, it's actually an expression, more than a cliche, but. It's it's apropos. Okay. That's the definition of shots fired. Emily Alexandra. Video isn't playing for me anymore. Emily will have to send you a refund. Oh, wait. Will you stop? <laughs> I better get out of this show because I'm starting to get a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. how I get. You're starting to turn. Yeah, I'm starting It to went turn. from cool down to angry. We're about uh, to hit the E5L open. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going angry. I hate everyone. All right. Well, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed some of my SmackDown thoughts and opinions. I hope you guys enjoyed the show for the most part. And I hope you guys enjoyed the TG, TG SST tour, basically based in Chicago and nowhere else. Uh, that was a shocker to me, too. And we had the stuff about John McEnroe and Dennis. Dennis helping John McEnroe's apology, so that was done in there. Thanks for everybody who called the show or interacted on Twitter or on Facebook Live. I appreciate that very much. For everybody here on the Taz Show, uh, I am Taz. You are not. We'll be at you tomorrow. Have a good one. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't reveal
result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let